Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Before we jump into our episode, we've got our college and career retreat coming up very soon, February 10th and 11th. Just want to give you a little bit of info about that. The cost will be $35. It will be February 10th through the 11th. We'll kick off Friday evening at 7 o'clock. We'll have main preaching session. We'll have a breakout session. Uh, We'll have breakout sessions for our leaders as well. If you're bringing a group that you can be equipped on uh, college and career ministry uh, to be more effective and just to be encouraged in that ministry, we'll have a great fun group activity that night. Then nine o'clock on Saturday morning, we'll kick off with a main preaching session, more breakout sessions, small groups, uh, God-infused time, a hot topic Q&A, lots of stuff going on on that Saturday. It's just going to be a great weekend to be encouraged as far as a young adult and leaders as well. Uh, There'll be breakout sessions for for you guys on Saturday as well. Uh, But to be encouraged, to be challenged, to connect with other like-minded believers, uh, to hear the word of God preached and taught and just meet you right where you're at with relevant topics. Uh, you can get more info and register at cfcretreats.com. It'll be in Greenville, North Carolina, hosted at People's Baptist Church. If you have any questions, please reach out to us. We'd love to answer any questions you have, and we'd love to see you as an individual, you as your group, whoever. Bring a friend. Uh, we believe it's going to be a great, great weekend, and we look forward to seeing you there. So we're talking in our episodes here. We're really winding down maybe a couple months long study that we've had on the faith essentials. What are the key building blocks to our Christian faith? And we're coming down to the last one, obedience. And we said that obedience is vital. It's absolutely essential. Jesus said that. James said that, uh, that we're a wise man if we do what we hear, if we're doers of the word, not just hearers only. And it's so easy to hear and not do. And so this is something we must work at as believers. Jesus emphasized or really illustrated, if you will, the obedient life by illustrating it with the abiding life in John chapter 15 when he talked about the fact that he was the true vine and you and I are the branches. And he talked about abide in me and I in you. And he talked about things that will happen as you and I abide in him. And we said, how do we abide in Jesus? That means we remain there. We live there. We're in that same place all the time. And that just essentially is being obedient to Jesus Christ. We're being a true follower follower of him. We're taking our next step to follow him. Now, there are some beautiful promises that are connected with obedience. You know, the thing about obedience is it's not just something we do, though it is, but there's also a reward connected with the fact that we're obedient. But at the same time, there's also consequences, if you will, for disobedience. You can think about that with a parent and a child. Uh, We don't bribe our kids to do stuff, but sometimes we do reward them for obedience and for being faithful and for doing things like they're supposed to do. But on the flip side, when they don't do things like you're supposed to do, even at work, you may get disciplinary action. You may, uh, you may get a bad grade in class, but there are consequences that are connected with our disobedience. And, and rightfully so, if there were no consequences connected with our disobedience, why on earth would we want to be obedient? And at the same time, if there's no rewards you know, for being obedient sometimes, why would we want to be obedient? 
We understand we're to be obedient to Jesus Christ because we love him. We're going to see that in our passage here, that our love for him speaks volumes. It says a lot about who we are. So what are some of these promises that are directly connected with our obedience? Well, we go through John chapter 15, and you could read through this passage here. We're going to read some verses and just try to pull out the promises that are connected here. Beginning in verse number 2, He said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse number four says this, abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If I was to ask you, hey, do you want to live a fruitful life or do you want to live a life that produces no fruit, no meaning, uh, it doesn't produce anything? And most of us say, no, we want, I want to have a fruitful life. How do I have a fruitful life? We are obedient to Jesus. Look what it said here. He said, uh, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth, watch this, fruit... All right, so if we abide in Jesus, we're obedient, we're going to produce fruit, but then Jesus works. Just like a landscaper would work on a shrub to make it bush out a certain way or to grow, or a gardener would prune certain vegetables so that they would produce more fruit. It says he purges it that it may bring forth, watch this, more fruit. So we go from fruit that Jesus works in our life through the obedience to us abiding in him, that he's going to help us to produce more fruit. And then in verse number five, the same bringeth forth much fruit. You see the progression there from fruit to more fruit to much fruit. And he makes a very powerful statement, for without me you can do nothing. And so uh, the importance of obedience or the promises connected here, number one, is living a fruitful life. Yes, absolutely. I want my life to matter. I want my life to produce fruit. How do I do that? I am obedient to the teachings of Jesus. And that can be very difficult. Why? We see Jesus in Scripture talking about it multiple times. It's very easy to listen, but sometimes it's very difficult to do. Sometimes the teachings of Jesus are not exactly natural. Take up your cross and follow me. Drag around the symbol of death and sacrifice and follow me. Die to self daily. You see some of these teachings, uh, pray for your enemy, right? What? Jesus, come on. Uh, Pray for my enemy. How about get revenge? You see some of the teachings of Jesus are righteous and holy. They are the teachings of God himself. And so in our sinful flesh, they rub us the wrong way. So it's easy to hear. It's easy to give lip service. It's easy to nod our head and say, amen, yeah, we we should do that, and then walk right out and not do it. So we have to work at being obedient. You and I have to work at abiding in Christ. You say, how do you do that? Is it a one-time decision? Absolutely not. It's a daily, daily decision. It's a daily decision to follow him. It's a daily decision to do what his teachings say. I have a choice every single day, different opportunities with different people and situations to obey or not. 
And that is the difference of abiding in him or not. The second uh, promise connected here is found in verse number seven. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, there's my words abide in you, meaning they're, they're staying in you, they're living in you, you're being obedient to what I have said. So if you abide in me, my words abide in you, watch this, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So the second promise here is living a life with answered prayer. Think about the powerful promise here. You may say, you know, uh, I just don't seem to ever get my prayers answered. Maybe we need to ask ourselves, how are we abiding in Jesus? Now, we understand there's different reasons why our prayers may not be answered. God's delays are not God's denials. Maybe your no is someone else's yes. There's various reasons. Uh, why sometimes we don't get an answer uh, right away or our answer is no. Sometimes God answers no. But here it says very clearly, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. And so there a promise connected with obedience is a living a life of answered prayer. Then thirdly here is living a life that is glorifying to God. What is our chief end? What is our chief purpose as as humans is to glorify God. Look in verse number eight. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. How do we bear much fruit? Go back to number one. If we abide in him, his words abide in us. We're going to bear fruit, more fruit and much fruit. As we do that, we will be doing what? We will be glorifying God. So if we abide in him, we are obedient to his teachings, then we will live a life that is glorifying to God. And then number four is in verse number 10. It says, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So here we're living a life that is abiding in God's love. You know, we talk about God's love often and many times we emphasize that. Some people overemphasize it to the neglect of God's wrath, uh, but God is love, but God is also just, and so the wrath must be there as well. But we all desire God's love. We all want to be under the umbrella of God's love. I mean, why not? To, to be loved is a chief desire of people, to be loved by others, to be loved by God. And here he says, if, and if you notice, if you had your Bible, you could notice these, but there's a lot of conditional statements here. Verse number six, if a man abide not in me, he's cast forth. Verse seven, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, this will happen. Here we have another one in verse number 10. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Here's a if statement. And you see as conditional here upon what you and I do. And there's another one in verse 14. We'll look at it in just a second. If you do whatsoever, I command you. But here, if we'll be obedient to the teachings of Jesus, we will live a life that is abiding in God's love. And then number five, we will be living a joyful life. Verse number 11, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. What I've spoken, my teachings, uh, if you will follow them, you will abide in me, then my joy will remain in you, and as a result, your joy might be full. If I was to ask you, hey, do you want to have a joyful life? You would say yes. We don't exactly just want to have a, a terrible, angry, frustrating, dismal life. No, we want to be, have a happy, joyful life. How do you do that? Abide in Jesus. Then number six here, leaving, living a life of friendship with Jesus. Now, verse number 14 says, ye are my friends. Wow, what an intimate statement. But look what he says. If 
you do whatsoever I command you. So you and I being the friend of Jesus is conditional on what we do. We don't do things to earn our salvation. We understand that. But as we're saved, there's certain things that you and I can be obedient to or disobedient. And as we're obedient to the teachings of Jesus, Jesus says, you are my friends. Think about that. So while there are many promises connected with our obedience, on the flip side of that, there are problems connected with our disobedience. Our obedience has a positive effect on our lives but our disobedience will have a direct negative effect on our lives as well. We can go through the same six promises and flip them backwards. If we are not being obedient, we're not abiding in Jesus, we will live an unfruitful life. We will live a life of unanswered prayer. We will live a life that is not glorifying God. Why? Because we're not living a fruitful life, and living a fruitful life is what glorifies God. And if we're not obedient, we're not abiding in Jesus, we'll live a life that is not abiding, remaining in God's love. We'll live a life that is joyless, not joyful, and we'll live a life that is outside of friendship with Jesus. I don't think any of us want to live a life that way. And so obedience is vital, and there's some beautiful promises connected here that Jesus gives to you and I as believers as we'll follow his teachings. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.